beautiful snowy wednesday morning why wednesday because the podcast is supposed to come out tuesday i did it last night at the end of a long day pretty funny day too i'll tell yesterday just didn't quite go as planned and uh i did the podcast last night right before bed because you know i was feeling a little extra motivation on top of my daily schedule kind of sucked. I'm going to be honest. I was I was like editing it last night and just wasn't it wasn't yeah I said I'd rather just just give it another go in the morning. But uh yeah, I'll tell you I'll tell you what happened yesterday. Um too many jams listeners, you know. You know that I've I've made some changes recently. I've uh I just stopped being a little a bitch and uh I implemented a little bit of a routine. I've been trying to live according to discipline uh, during the days and really not think too much. And uh, I've been scheduling a routine that I said I'm going to do for the entire month and just see only, like I'm only focusing on doing the routine, not on like anything else. And um, just seeing, you know, how it could be proved and uh, improved and, and hitting the ground running. So last week was week one. And the podcast I did last week was like day two. Uh, <laughs> and I'm talking all so I was talking all sorts of shit day two about um, how, you know, I'm getting up at 6 a.m. and I'm not even tired. And like literally the next day, Wednesday, I, I had a long day. I had to stay up late Wednesday night. Just, you know, life, you have to do some stuff in the evenings. And then I got up at 6 a.m. Thursday and I was exhausted. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I was like, right. Like, obviously, this gets harder over time. But uh, still stuck true to the principles. And it, it was it was one of those things where the more tired you get, the more the old you creeps in. And, you know, even though I'd set this routine out, you know, Thursday morning comes around and I'm, I'm already thinking... Do I, you know, do I, uh, maybe, maybe I just sleep in, you know, maybe I just, you know, yeah, like on the weekend, I'm, and this is me like Wednesday night, like really tired, planning my day the next day. I'm like, yeah. And it all makes sense. That's the, that's the worst part about it. It's like, I'm not, I'm not a dumb person. Like the rationalizations make, make sense to me. I'm like, you know what? It's COVID. I can easily catch up on the weekend and and you're sitting there while you're planning your day the next day and I was like snap out of it I I, I commit it's I'm four days into a routine and I the thing is it's not it's the the weakness is not that I have those thoughts because those thoughts are going to bounce in no matter what like I've I've not been able to escape um the the thoughts that are you know, coming in like that, but it's a fact that I'm, that I'm answering them, that I'm talking back and I'm even considering them that gives them any power when I, all I committed to was doing the routine. I didn't say 
oh, if if tired, stop, or like if whatever. I just said, no, I'm going to do this for the entire month and see how I feel. And I'm I'm already questioning, oh, like, well, I'd, you know, I'd be better if I was just rested and the quality of work and run. And I just... <laughs> I just wrote down in my my little planner that, and I was like, I wrote down the routine as I said I'd do it, and I just got up. And guess what? Your body will do it. And I, I knew realistically, if I just stuck to it and drank maybe one more cup of coffee on Thursday, did a couple more walk arounds and had some extra water and just like you know kept grinding, I'd make it through. It's not like I'm going sleep deprived. I, I'd get I'd go to bed earlier Thursday night and. Um, and that's exactly what I did. And I, when I woke up in the morning, extra tired, um, I just popped out of bed and immediately, you know, oh, you know, you shouldn't go outside. Maybe you should run on the treadmill. Like that voice in your head is just going to tell you to be, it just doesn't, it doesn't want, there's two voices like mainly that, that happen in your head when one that plans and dreams and. And, oh, yeah, we could do this. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. And one that's like, oh, like maybe, maybe we don't. Like maybe I, that's the voice that I want to like old school 1950s movie, like bully and swirly to death. Um, I mean, not to death because it, 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 that was a little X games right there. But, you know, just, just like, just shut it up. It's such. It's uh, it doesn't even make sense. So, the second I hear the second I hear that on Thursday, I just I just put on my shit and I went outside again and I had a great run, obviously, and it was a grind. And then I went and I worked out and it was fine and got to work and I was tired. Yeah, I had to have an extra coffee, but so fucking what? All I'm committing to is doing this routine. I didn't say anything else, so I, there's no other reason. Not to, and I powered through until the weekend, and I was proud of myself. And you know, nothing spectacular has happened. No, no fireworks went off. I didn't, you know, the hottest girl I didn't know didn't message the hottest girl I know didn't message me and say like marry me now. So like, not I think that's the important thing. Um, so then the weekend, okay, the weekend comes around, and I'm now off. You know, I I haven't set the routine for the weekend and. I definitely had some thoughts about how to live, you know, how I want to live even on my off time, but because I didn't set it out and I just had a hard week, I spent Saturday catching up on um, video games, you know, what can I say? Catching up on the war zone, I had to keep my my 150th in Canada rank solidified, you know, you can't let that slide, and uh, I had a big war zone tournament, that's a game I'm playing, Call of Duty on uh, Sunday. So, you know, I needed to put in a shift, right? And uh, guess what? Like, end of Saturday, I basically achieved nothing. And even though I worked all week, I still didn't really, I, I still didn't really like how I felt. And I remembered that, you know, I was when I was thinking back about how to, just in general, how I wanted to live, it included what I did in my off time. Like the, I have a very clear, I'm very good at picturing what I want. And my problem has always been, you know, laying out just the process to get there and then sticking to it. But yeah, the guy I want to be is, is still on his off time, taking care of business, like doing dope stuff, like, uh, 
not not I can video game, but I'm not going to put in an eight hour shift, and I'm I'm going to live life like I'm going to I'm going to enjoy some things, and a lot of those things require work to enjoy, and I'm I'm okay to do that, and so I I I started thinking about that. Sunday came around, did a bit of a blend, you know, because I was like, I'm just going to do something, do anything, just not the same. You know, I'll get out of bed at, at a reasonable time and make sure I'm fed and make sure I, I take care of the basics. And yeah, Monday, having a chat with the roommates, we, roommates uh, the house we're moving into, we, we have a chat twice a week just to make sure things are, you know, furniture and all the stuff are, are in check, but also that we're, we're all in check. And uh, yeah, Ke- uh, Kevin, one of my roommates, was asking. He's he was just asking about how the routine was going and saying, "What am I gonna do when I'm ta- taking time off for Christmas? Because I'm gonna take like um, the Christmas, like four days around Christmas off, and then um, like two or three days around New Year's." And uh, yeah, it was a great question, and it made me think of the weekend, and it made me think of how. You know, there are shortcomings to this this discipline routine so far, and I think that's fine. I think that's great. Um, that's probably the whole point. What I realize is the shortcomings to my discipline so far is that, yeah, I'm getting up. Yeah, I'm doing the morning run, the morning workout, or and stretch, the morning eating, and then, you know, getting to work at on money. Like I'm sticking to the general outlines. What I am noticing is, I'm starting to let even though I'm I'm not really thinking and I'm just doing it because I, I laid out what to do and you know the night before I do plan so I, I pick I pick what I'm gonna do and I use motivation to you know kind of guide me but the next day I just get to it I found though I can even without thinking I can kind of waste time so even so, although I'm not like having a big motivational breakdown like, that I should or sh- oh, right before I start work, oh, you know, should I take 10 minutes to watch YouTube um, or, you know, just relax or, you know, get to it. Instead of having that thought, I can physically, my subconscious can, I can just sit there and like look at the computer and be like, oh, you know, before I get to work, I want to hear that song I was working on yesterday. And I'll listen to it like twice or three times and, and, just get excited about what I'm going to work on in the afternoon. But the song's five minutes long. I just wasted 15 minutes. And I, I know there's there's time for stuff like that, and it, it's all great and dandy, but that's not how I laid out my day. And then, you know, I'll get a message on a uh, social media app, and I'll, I'll check, and I'll say, oh, I'll just I'll clear my messages, and it's 15 minutes. So I, I find that still switching between tasks, not thinking, and just trying to, like, do what's in front of me, you still get bogged down in the switching of tasks and you know you you fit in a 15 minute listen to the song you made or 15 minute you know answer your buddies on on dms or answer your texts and i don't really know i don't really know how to i don't really know what to do about that uh and i also found the other thing i found last week is that i didn't set an end time to the music portion of my routine i just said i was going to work on music every afternoon from two till at least five and be, what ends up happening is it goes ever almost every time five six seven eight o'clock like i just keep going uh and 
it doesn't it doesn't sound like a bad thing, but I found that it kind of is. Um, I get diminishing returns. Uh, I, I I still make progress and I do some cool stuff, but if I'm gonna take a prime chunk of my every single day and devote four or five hours, you know, to music, that's great and all, but I gotta shut off. I gotta go make dinner. I gotta turn to the other stuff, and I and I found that, you know, things, things can. I think I do need to try some sort of a, a hard cut, and then because music is one of those things where, I would love to eventually be able to spend more time on it, but I do need to make money, and I need to eat and live and, um, all that stuff. That's why I'm getting up early is to fit it all in. Not, not there, you know. So it's not that uh, I'm just getting up early for no reason. So yeah, and like on weekends and stuff, that's probably where the extra motivation and some evenings I have free, I can still go back to music, but I have to stop. I have to switch. You know, I can't just put in four or five, six hours straight. Uh, I got to fit in the regular life and living. And so I'm kind of working through, I'm still kind of working through this and 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 how it's going to work this morning. Yesterday morning, you know, I, I was not, uh, it was not going well. So yesterday was Tuesday. Um, I, I got up Monday, no problem. You know, got back to work. I didn't really re-motivate Sunday night. I didn't really plan my week out. And I said that was going to be a part of my routine. So I I let that slip and I, I kind of got to, you got to, I think you really got to pay attention to, I planned it like my next day Sunday night, but I didn't really do the whole point is that I'm doing this for a reason and I got to keep reminding myself and visualizing and planning and assessing. And only when it comes to the day-to-day do I just put my head down and enjoy being in the process of it. So yeah, I, I, I'm noticing it just, it, it's just little tweaks here and there, nothing crazy. I'm still feeling real strong about this. I, I feel it in a deeper place. I, I don't feel like I'm using motivation for it still. Um, the satisfaction I get isn't feeding back into for me to want to do it again. It's just kind of an enjoyable feeling of suffering in like a little way, you know, like it's an enjoyable feeling of matching my desires with action. Like if I say this is what I want so badly, it feels good to at least feel like I'm I'm grinding for it and I'm I'm willing to give up comfort for it and and it, it it makes me it takes away if you've if you've read if you listen to previous podcasts and you've read the War of Art it takes away that kind of like negative bad bad manifestation of not of giving into resistance and laziness and procrastination that usually like then it it, it creates a domino effect of bad things. Doing it, I've seen, has created a domino effect of good things for me, um, where I do get ideas popping into my head that don't don't ever percolate um, when I'm living a different way. Ideas of how to who to reach out to, how to reach out, things to try, what I want to try tomorrow. The songs make good, different progress. The stuff I'm working on are is usually stuff that I don't want to do first. And I'm throwing myself into it and I'm kind of making mistakes and it's uncomfortable, but then I'm learning. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just kind of, just kind of working. 
But yeah, those little slip-ups led me to have a couple mediocre days. Monday, mediocre. Just kind of got through, um, stuck to it, but just, like I said, on the phone for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, going through Instagram messages or listening to music or like watching a, a little YouTube video. And it's it's not, that's not what I want to do. So today I, I just got back on course, but yes, so yesterday I wake up in the morning, same deal. Uh, just, just tried to be better than the day before. Um, cause that's all I'm focusing on. So you know, I, I, I re reminded myself that I hadn't planned and motivated. So, you know, I made a good plan Monday night and just reminded myself that this is everything I want from life is at the other end of whatever I'm doing here. And the answers I don't have will just come from doing. And I just got to it. Had a great, great um, Tuesday Tuesday morning. And then 9 o'clock rolls around. I'm about to get to work. And life happens. Uh, there's a bunch of shit that uh, we've been looking for for the family that just started to go on sale. And you know they ask, hey, can you do that? Can you go pick it up? It's only on sale and you know could sell out. And it's only today, clearance items, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I'll go do that. I go in the morning. Takes me <laughs> two and a half hours to find these items. They're not on the shelves. The sales aren't lining up. I'm getting them to check back inventory. And finally, um, I get out of there. Then I go to, the, go to the next store. And I'm doing a curbside pickup of something I bought online. And I'm just trying to like do a bunch of things. You know, I'm, I'm also answering mess. I'm like, if I'm out here, I'm going to be answering messages. I'm, I'm on the phone um, trying to sort something out. And I fucked up. I, <laughs> I crashed my car. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, yeah. A bit of a, bit of a bonehead move, you know, maybe, maybe I'll chalk, I'll chalk it up to, I'll chalk it up to the sleep deprivation. You know, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I, I don't do I don't do this often, but uh, oh, uh, sorry, just get my coffee. Yeah, crash my car. So my car shuts off when I stop. Like it's got that auto shut off, auto start. You pull up to a light, the engine shuts off, and then when you let go of the brake, it auto starts and you know starts rolling. If you're doing three things at once and you pull into a parking space, and your car shuts off, you can forget that you didn't shut your car off. <laughs> especially if you're if you're distracted and uh the guy comes to my window uh knocks knocks on the window because he's got my my order and i gotta go open the back seat for him so i open my driver's door i take my foot off the brake like simultaneously and there was just i moved just quick enough that i transferred weight the car fired up, started rolling forward. I couldn't get on the brake in time. It ran into the cinder block right in front of um, the car. Not like a normal parking stopper. Like they had cinder blocks holding up this curbside pickup sign. Just big enough to hit something under my car. Just small enough so that the bumper didn't just, or like the, the the wheels, it went like in between where the wheels are and just hit underneath my radiator and crunch something. This 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 employee was freaking out, and uh, all of a sudden, just all this liquid starts shooting at the bottom of my car. I think I've 
I think I've broken the radiator. Like a really expensive, really important piece, I think, is shooting liquid out on the ground. Uh, I'm fucking devastated. You you don't feel nothing makes you feel more like a failure than in front of some guy delivering your thing to you. You let your foot off the gas, a car runs into a cinder block and just blows liquid all over the ground. It it's it's on the. I'd almost rather have shit myself in front of this guy. I think than this happened. It's it's actually very embarrassing. And uh, yeah, I I looked him right in the face and. I said, I'm just gonna, I thought it was my radiator. So I said, just put it in the back. I said, I'll, uh, don't worry about me. I'll take care of this. Uh, so I get back in the car. Thank the Lord Jesus. I get a notification that my windshield washer fluid is low. Nothing else. And I just crunched the windshield washer basin. I guess it's low on the left side of my car, right near where the radiator is. And it blew out all the windshield washer fluid. Not a big deal. And uh, I didn't know that, though. Um, at the time, I, I still thought I could have cracked something else. So I, I drove to the mechanic. I dealt with it right away. And, I, you know, I just didn't beat myself up uh, like I normally would. I kind of I kind of even took it in stride. I know it's not directly related to the work I'm doing. But I just took it in stride like if you're doing a lot of things, shit's going to happen. I mean, a lesson learned and every mistake is a lesson and I'm going to have to do a bit of work to fix this. And I just didn't judge it. I just didn't judge myself and I didn't, I didn't waste any extra shit on it. I went right to the mechanic. I talked to these guys, um, just said, this is what I did. I'll take care of it right away. Let me know what it costs. If you can have it done by the end of the week, great. And I got to give a shout out to these boys, these mechanics. We have a, we have a long history with them. They're right around the corner from our house. We've been with them for like 15, 20 years. We have so many cars over the years, especially me in old cars. I'm in and out of there all the time. My dad has in and out of there all the time. He's got an old car too. Um, my sister drives an older car. We're just in and out of there. We get all like, like with five people, five vehicles, snow tires and fluid changes and filters. Like I'm pretty sure we're, we got to be a, a loyal customer. There's got to be some sort of loyalty program. And we're just lads with them. Like I roll in them, I roll in there, you know, when I've hit cinder blocks and stuff and shoot the shit and let them know that I'm, I'm a silly goose. And, uh, these boys, they, uh, they, they fix it for free. They said happy holidays. And I don't even want to shout out their name because I don't know if they want people knowing that they do that type of stuff. But, uh, uh, yeah, shout out, save me a good load of grief and, uh, got right back to work. It's now like two or three. And now my routine is shit. And I had things due yesterday. I had orders from my online business that needed to be, um, they need to get out like immediately within, within a day. Um, that's what's promised on the website. I had the podcast that needs to be done in the evening. The taxes are due on my other jewelry business at the end of the month, so much financial work to do there. And, I, and this week I was dedicating to it. Monday I spent dealing with um, all these products I'm selling on Kijiji. So I didn't get to it. And so I'm just behind. Let's just say that. Then this all happens. And I'm feeling like, 
you know, what do I do? I'm also really fucking tired. And uh, I choose to get back to music because I was like, that's the slot that I, I have to do in this time. And I I don't know. I, that's the thing. I, I really think that life is going to be more similar to yesterday for the rest of my life than other days. I think most of the time, like today, for example, I have two appointments. You know, I have a dentist and a, a foot follow-up from my foot surgery, um, both midday, probably going to take a couple hours of my time going between. I think life is more this. It's more of, it's going to be things popping up, especially like later in life when you have kids or like real shit happens, like, you know, um, like a, your house, I don't know, someone crashes, you actually crash your car, like like your your house like furnace breaks or something. like anything can happen um birthdays or a special event so i have to uh, i have to figure out a way to apply discipline and, and not overthink it and just kind of recover get back to it and i kind of think i i'm trying that today i i i, I did music yesterday and i didn't set an off time and i did music from three till eight or nine even though i had that other stuff to do and then I went and did a podcast, did a kind of shite job and it was like 1130 and I knew I had to get to bed because I'm, I'm getting up early. So I just, I stopped editing and I just fresh started again today. Had a better, better run, a really solid workout, just slowly getting better and just focused on getting back to it. Nine nine thirty right now. I know I have all this other stuff to do, but the podcast was due last night. I'm going to do that first. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to get to my online store orders, get that done because that was due yesterday. I'm going to do my appointments. And then in the in the afternoon, afternoon, even though it's supposed to be music, I'm going to get to my tax work. I'm going to still reply to all the messages and all the other stuff I got going on. But I'm just, I'm, I'm not letting it, I just changed my attitude. Like, yeah, I'm behind. It's not a big deal. Just do what you can. I know that I said that I said in my when I planned out this routine routine that if you can't do the routine, you have to like if you have an appointment or, or something pops up, you can't do the routine. You have to just recover, find a way to uh, make up for it. And I think I just don't overthink that too. I'm, I made my best guess about how to recover, and I'm, I I might uh, just work late tonight, but still get an early night and just work late tomorrow. And just recover and do the extra work. And I, I think I think it's just healthy. Uh, this attitude of not looking at mistakes as this big end-all be-all and more work as this big end-all be-all or being behind or piling it on. It's such a waste of energy thinking about all that. You just, you got to do it anyway. That's the point. The more you leave something, the worse the problem gets. That's the point. You got to do it anyway. So why, what's with the mental hula hoops? Um, yeah, so things are going well. I'm taking I'm taking a few more risks. I reached out to people that I wouldn't normally reach out to, and I'm expecting mistakes. It's 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 like hockey or dirt biking. Like if you're not crashing, if you're not if you're not kind of like falling on your face or getting destroyed open ice, you're really not pushing your limits. Um, and yeah, I think the the people that are best at these activities, they know how to crash well. You know, they know where to push their limits. And that, I think that's a smart place. And I have crashed my dirt bike and, you know, not been 
not been too hurt because um, you're pushing your limits in areas where you know you actually have the like it, it's if you're not crashing you're not pushing your limits and if you're crashing too hard you're pushing you know the wrong areas and it's that middle ground of finding new ground hitting it with a good process and yeah if, there, if there's slip ups and mistakes like leaning into it and taking these risks and you know kind of when this when work and bad stuff hits me now I, I'm taking a bit of the uh, like the Jocko uh, Willick or Wilnick, whatever his name is, and the, the Goggins, and I'm just saying, good, good, good. I fucking love it. Give it to me. I'm young. I I can do it. I got time. I got no kids. I got no girlfriend. I can hammer it. Like it's perfect time. Give it to me now. And I th- these, I think I'm stumbling on like the fountain of youth of of how to be, how to. How am I? How am I gonna eventually get there and be inevitable? I think it's I'm I'm swimming in the pond of it right now, um, doing what I don't want to do and not overthinking it and just sticking to process. So yeah, that's the update on the kid. Um, I still think I'm gonna change around the podcast. I uh, change. I'm gonna change around the routine in the new year too, based on how how it goes this year. Make the podcast, depending on what Rob does, maybe more about this next chapter. Maybe change the name or just change up the concept. And uh, I might even change my routine so it's not music every afternoon. Maybe it's a podcast Tuesday afternoon. So I I spend a significant amount of time on it. I might change up my, uh, my music time to be partially exposure and, you know, marketing, whether it's like a cover video and or if it's like reaching out to people for collabs picture photo shoot and then partially writing and um making sure that gets done every day uh and maybe just extending the period of time i work on music but still having that hard cut at like 6 6 30 and same with uh business i i gotta find a way to not overdo one task and kind of spread the love a little bit i'll try it it's gonna be fun um it's it's uh it's nothing crazy. Otherwise, I I did have I did write down some things from the week that uh, that I've been seeing going on. Got to pull it up in my notes here. Oh shit. Okay. First of all, right at right after last episode when I talked about UAV, uh, not UAVs. That's Call of Duty in my brain. Anyone who plays Call of Duty just is gonna absolutely love that I just said UAV. It's uh this UFO thing. Did anyone else see? I didn't even read it, but I was talking about UFOs last weekend, and then right, like right away, everyone sent me this uh, Israeli defense guy wrote a book uh, about UFOs. And if any of you guys read the article, I haven't read it yet, but my friends were telling me that some guy high up in Israeli military and um, retired now came out with a book with his experiences and his knowledge on the state of UFOs as far as like militaries and governments understand it. And he, he said like, I was worried about saying whack shit last podcast, just saying that what the Pentagon has admitted to is crazy. And the fact that there is flying objects that are filmed and documented and have crashed and the government is admitting to that, like blew my mind. This Israeli guy went next, it went next level. He said that we not only is there that said that there's been contact that there that there is a galactic agreement 
an underground base on Mars. All this shit. He said that President Trump knows about it. That's why President Trump was talking about a space force. He said that, you know, he went back to the OGs and was like, Roswell was a crash. Like, we've been in contact for a long time. Like, that was back in the 40s or whatever. So, I don't know. I don't know what the truth is. His, his stuff is, it's hard. It's just hard to believe. Um, but it's easier to believe given the context that, okay, well, why is it so hard to believe? If the government is admitting that there is actually these flying things and tons of them that they have no idea what they are and their pilots see it, their radar see it, they got it on video, they have materials that they don't quite understand. It's not actually that hard to believe that there's something else, but to take his word for it would be it would be tough. Unless all the government started, you know, agreeing or there's some sort of consensus, it's still hard. But uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, otherwise, too, I said I was in a big war zone tourney on on Sunday, and uh, all my boys were in it too. So it was nice, just fucking mocking the lads, just rinsing their teams out of the tournament, and uh, put up a nice cheeky second place finish. Also posted the uh, the highest uh, r- round score our team did. So shout out to my team. Actually, I can't say my team name because it's. It's incredibly inappropriate, um, but shout out to, uh, to Dave Lay and his brother Jay Lay. Uh, we put it. We put in a nice second place finish. I think we could have gripped first uh, you know, next time, but I think I might start playing tournaments. Like it's weird to say because I don't want to get more into video games, but if I'm gonna put in the time I put in, and if hockey's still gonna be canceled and all my social events are still gonna be canceled, I don't think it's crazy to have a hobby that I'm good at. I might enter tournaments. And I was even thinking if it's easy to just set up the stream every time I play, John Famos is a dope gamer persona as well. Like the rock star, you know, put on a fucking fur coat and slick the hair back, strap into the gaming system, film yourself when you're playing these tournaments, maybe win some money, maybe get some jokes content. Um, it's all, all things I've been thinking about, not that I want to add more to my plate uh, until I get the get the core covered uh what else did i what else did i see oh i uh i saw something really jokes and i just i love the creativity on some of these people out there uh some gu- some guy who's a coder or like can make apps on the phone he made an app for your camera that puts out like a filter over like you go into the app and the app uses the camera and it makes it look like you're on Instagram live streaming to like 40, 50,000 people. So it's like the likes are flowing in, you know, comments. It says 50,000 viewers, Instagram live. And he's, he made a video of him using this to get into clubs uh, in the evening, like beach clubs during the day, special restaurants. He just goes to the front of the line talking to his phone there's no one there it's just the app emulating instagram live and they go you can't come in he goes oh you hear that they won't let me in like the these viewers they told me to come here i got forty thousand people uh they said this place was great i guess i'll go somewhere else and they're like oh no you can come in i love the creativity i love the i love the nuts on some people too it's just 
it's such a simple idea and there's tons of people that do do stuff like that and i just i back it so hard uh just to live free and as uncomfortable as some of these youtubers like nelk boys and their their stupid pranks and there's a, a youtube channel called yes theory that just is all about like really super tacky comfort zone pushing like taking a stranger around the world on a date you know jumping out of a plane if you're scared to do it but it's it's really just wholesome freeing it just nothing matters no one <laughs> no one's opinion matters everyone is just they care about themselves and you really are free to navigate um how you want to navigate on this planet and it, it, i like i like that 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 made me uh that gave me a good chuckle uh, also then i saw um i saw people yo adele lost weight i i didn't follow up to see if this is real but i saw a picture of adele or not adele oh not adele sorry i wrote this down one sec oh, it's a, i think it's a comedian rebel wilson not adele <laughs> sorry uh adele also lost weight but rebel wilson remember that like kind of like chubbier actress Apparently she's slim now. Google it though. Um, I might even throw a picture here. I'll throw a picture in the in the podcast of what what she looks like now. But guess what? Guess what happens? People give her shit. If this is true, because the videos I saw were not of if she's skinny, they were saying, um, like I hate to see that rebel is like given into society pressure to lose weight, and we loved her for who she is. And like it just like this sucks, and it blew it blew my mind that someone losing weight could be looked at like that. <laughs> and they did it to Adele too. Like this whole like community of large people trying to justify their their largeness with f- famous large people, which I understand. Representation is representation doesn't mean that that famous large person can't also choose to not be large if they want to they could be both i think that's the point the point is accepting accepting largeness but also accepting slimness I, this is the whole this this is how society corrects itself and it's it's great and all is they first just ask for acceptance and then they try to beat down the status quo as bad and then the, after, you know, after acceptance starts rolling in and then the status quo then starts to push back and say, well, like, listen, we accepted, but like, I don't, fu- I don't fucking approve of what you're doing either. Like, you don't have to tell me what I'm doing is bad. And then it kind of bounces around a medium until like 20 years down the line, people can't even believe that, oh, like people used to be racist. Like, oh, that's so crazy. Like now everyone's so accepting. And that's just how we do it. So it's it's one of those things where um, I think with with body positivity, like for women, it also came like health shaming. <laughs> and uh, what I also haven't seen yet, and I thought about this the other day, is what where's the I as much as I've seen big women in like Dove commercials and and magazine covers and plus size models and all that stuff 
Where's all my fat dudes at? I've I haven't really seen too many plus size big dudes on shit and like as as much as big girls are beautiful, I think some big burly dude on men's health would be great, like a Burt Kreischer or you know, like like let's uh let's get some barrels out there. Let's get some like and and let's make unsuccessful people hot. I hate having to try to work so hard. Um, while we're at it, like, that's a bit of a joke, but it's also a bit of a, like, hey, unsuccessful guys, (laughs) let's not shame them, you know, let's, uh, let's prop them up, like, it's dope to be stoic, money isn't everything, you know, let's, let's fire that up, and then, um, I mean, I personally will still go my train, but then at least on the way there, I don't have to feel like, uh, such a piece of shit. Fire that up for me. Let's get the, you know, if you back that, let's get that out there. If anyone's got any pull in the industry, um, let's get that out there. Uh, I think that's all. I think that's all. Look at through my thing. The only other thing I've been doing is, sorry, I'm burping all the time. I, I crush breakfast right before this and I'm drinking a coffee. The, um, the the other thing I've been doing is selling these collectible trucks, and it was a it was a real good exercise for me in leaning into something you don't want to do. And these trucks to explain to anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, they are the the company my dad works for. It's a big company, and they um, part of their yearly gifts to employees are these kind of like collectible branded diecast trucks so like they're model trucks about the size of uh um i don't know like a, like a <laughs> the size of a, of a sweet potato like i don't know how to size them for you if you watch the video here i'll hold one up one sec boom you see that you see that in the video it's a 164th model like this is like a 1944 it's got the logos on it and these are collectible people collect them they're still in like a case and uh yeah we have a bunch because my dad's been working at his company for like over 25 years and some of these bad boys are valuable and i sold so he had a he had a big stack that was you know all stored away i sold half the stack last year and it was annoying because i know nothing about these collectible items and Collectors know everything, and when you try to sell in that environment, you feel like, you know, you feel like pretty um, anxious that you're gonna make a mistake. And I almost did. And that's that's uh, there was a truck, a highly collectible truck worth about fifteen hundred dollars, that I was gonna sell for like one fifty. I don't even know. And. Uh, yeah, like it made me scared about any truck that I, I, I couldn't research. And that's the thing is like a lot of them are common. So when I go and I, I Google them, they'll pop up and I'll see someone selling it for 40 or 60 bucks. And I go, okay, that's what I'll price it in that range. And that's a-okay. But then there's a bunch of trucks that are rare. And obviously the rare trucks, they don't have um, anything on the market usually. That's why they're rare. And... It doesn't stop collectors or people that are knowledgeable from absolutely lowballing you on them because they want to turn around and resell it. 
so it's it's a really like I really put this off and avoided doing this for so long in my disciplinary state I spent all last week I was like this is the thing I want to do the least that could probably get me like quick cash and I need cash so I leaned into it photographed them all it's like 20 plus trucks and researched the ones I could find and the ones I couldn't find I didn't know what to do so you know, it was like three quarters of the week and part of my discipline, I was like, I got to do something. I just got to make my best guess. So I just posted them without a price and I said, make me an offer. I saw the offers that came through and normally, you know, an overthinker, a perfectionist, I would have really been not okay with this and probably, you know, procrastinated and not answered people. It was like the thing I want to do the least. And these are the things I did a lot of mornings last week is spend an entire morning responding to people lowballing me and trying to rinse me for my family's collectible like earned trucks and you know they're all nice people they're not doing it on purpose but they 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 have a they, you know they either do it for fun or for for a profession they trade these things and um so what I did is I just leaned into the discomfort and I I messaged back and I said hey thanks for the offer um, I'm not in a rush to sell because I, I owe these people nothing. I don't have to sell it. They're mine. That's the thing is like once you get once you get past your own thought, your own mentality and the way you like break things down, everything is just simple. Uh, and you, you might make a mistake. Sure, I could. That's life. But it, it, the amount of thinking I did going into it wasn't going to, it wouldn't change that. So I just said to these people, I'm not in a rush to sell. Thanks for the offer. I'm, uh, I'll consider it. I still don't know what these are worth. I wanted to list them um, to see if I could figure it out, you know, um, and basically kind of like that sentiment. And people are fine with that. You know, they go, oh, cheers. Like, thanks for the response. Uh, yeah, let me know. Uh, in my experience, I think, you know, some, well, some people wouldn't tell you that, but, you know, some people, yeah, hey, my experience is worth this. Still a low ball. Um, other people would offer for the whole lot a massive low ball. And, you know, I said the same response. Eventually, just back and forth with a bunch of people until, you know, collectors, they start to they start to recognize that you're not just going to unload it. And they start to say, hey, like, you know, you got a great collection and I understand that your, your family's trucks. Um, I'll help you out. Uh, if you just, if you keep me in the loop on what people are offering and what you'll eventually sell it for, I'll help you out. I'll, I'll tell you what they're worth. A couple guys do that. You know, other guys message and they say, "Oh, I really need this truck. Um, I already have the other, t the others." Um, and and I go, "Okay, great, thanks. I'm actually still trying to figure out what this one's worth. Appreciate the offer. If you don't mind, like, what did you pay when you bought the other trucks?" And they'll tell you, and they don't mind. And eventually, I'm I'm at a point now where I'm texting a mega collector. <laughs> we're on a, we're on a, we're buddies. And he's like, we're chatting and he gave me, he gave me what every, everything's worth in the, to collector book value, what to list it for high and low to accept. And all he asks in return is that I keep him in the loop. If I do end up selling anything, um, or if I do want to drop to a discount to sell him everything, um, or if, if new trucks come in to so just let him know if any, if any of the rare ones pop through and he sent me a list and I could have waited months and months and months to to get nowhere near 
what just doing could have got me. And I, I, I appreciated that sentiment. And I've been, I've been doing it. I've just been applying that sentiment to like to other things. And to be honest, I am not selling trucks yet. I, I forgot that people have no money. It's a recession. Not a great time to sell collectible items, but it's not a big deal. I'll just keep them listed. And some people are starting to get close to offers. And I just, I say, you're close. You're not quite there yet. If I change my mind, I'll, I'll let you know. I don't owe anyone anything. They're mine or they're ours. You know what I mean? So mentality was something I focused on before, but I think it's really important to recognize that I was right about the mentality and I was just wrong about how I was kind of the core of it, the real root of it. Um, the mentality is that, you know, nothing matters and it's really about process and just kind of learning by doing. And I, I was using motivation to apply that. Whereas now it's like more just accepting, just accepting it, which is, uh, which is good. So I'm going to keep trucking. I'm going to be getting up and working and it's, you know, 10 a.m. now I'll edit this. So I'll turn to my next thing and I'll go to my appointment. And I'll just I'll keep moving. Maybe have an extra coffee. I just had a fucking sick workout and just focus on being a little bit better day by day and the music's coming along and eventually, eventually I will get to a point where I have money and music and health and everything in a balance and I'm doing it every day. Songs are coming out often. The podcast is buzzing or I will have learned from doing that I can't do that or I have to do something different, but at least I'll have I'll have a good leg to stand on. Get psyched. I hope you're I hope you're fired up in whatever projects you're working on. Uh just relax and just accept your fate that if you want to be special, you gotta work for it. And if you wanna be comfortable, um that's fine too. As long as it's what you truly want and you're not avoiding something. They're both they're both a okay. You can live however you want. You could be a monk in the forest if it's what you want, truly, and you're not running from anything. I think that's the point. And uh, on that note, I'll see you next Tuesday, Wednesday. Later. Was it something I said that made you anxious?